Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we are going to be giving you one of 50 Mama interviews. These interviews have been conducted by Drama Victoria over the last two years to celebrate their 50th birthday. These 50 interviews are 50 conversations with 50 legends of the Victoria drama teaching game. So sit back, relax and enjoy a slightly longer than usual version of The Aside. On a personal note, Meryn Anstey was my high school drama teacher and she directed many of the productions I was part of at high school. She's a wonderful educator and I thank her for inspiring me to want to become a drama teacher. Please note that the audio quality varies depending on where the interview was recorded. And here I am with the wonderful Meryn Anstey. Uh, she is now our mama interview number 10. So you've made oh, it to the good top number. 10. Good. Yes, that's well nice. Done. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> and we're going to start with how, when, and why you became okay. involved in drama education. Sure. Um, straight out of high school, I was a wannabe performer. Um, stars in my eyes. Uh, went to audition for NIDA and they went, that's lovely dear, but come back when you've got some experience. <laughs> um, and then I thought, well, you know what, I don't think I can live that insecure lifestyle of an actor. So drama, why don't I try drama, teaching? That'd be great. So I went and auditioned for Rusden and luckily got in. That was the, the best thing that could have happened to me because I had a wonderful four years. I made some wonderful Can friends. Can we talk about what years? Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah. So 1976 to 79. Cool. Were my Rusden years. And who were your uh, mentors, collaborators? People who, who lectured yeah. and things. Lectured, yeah. uh, the wonderful Jeffrey Milne, uh, Bob Holden, I had a great dance teacher from New York at one stage called Stanley Burke uh, because I did the drama dance major. Mm -hmm. um, Shirley McKechnie, uh, who was a legend in her own time. Um, also dance? Or? Yeah, dance, yeah. Jenny Kinder. Um, yeah, those are the, oh, Ellis, John Ellis and his wife Lois Ellis. John was the, the head of the, de the drama department when I was there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so wonderful times there. And um, But many people signed up, got involved from the perspective of wanting to become actors. Yeah. But then yeah. what was the turning point? that? Well, really, as I mentioned, I because I'd done a little bit of acting along the way in my secondary school years and thinking about that rejection from NIDA, quite young, and mm. but, but I really did go, I don't want to live like that. I don't think that's for me, actually, as much as I love to act. I just had this feeling that, uh, yeah, I, I'm from, from a pretty uh, conservative family and, um, and I didn't have a lot of other options, you know. School wasn't really my thing, except I loved speech and drama which is what I did, that's all they had at Koroa at the time. Mm. Um, and I was really good at it. So turning my back on acting early on, for the right reasons, I believe, um, I, I just had a hunch and auditioned for Rusden and got in and never looked back. It was absolutely the right course for but me. But you knew at the point that you auditioned for the course that 
teaching was ultimately the goal? Uh, to work in the performing arts somehow, yep. not as a performer necessarily, so I guess teaching was pretty much the option, mm -hmm. the secure option. Cool. Um, and it was a hunch and it was right, it was the right hunch and it's all I've done really, apart from, in terms of a professional career. Yeah. So f graduated in 79, started teaching in the second term of 1980. Okay, and over those many years between 80 and 2015, you would have seen many changes occur within drama curriculum and teaching drama. Yes, um, yes. Can you talk a little bit about some of those groundbreaking changes that took place yeah. over that time? Um, it, it became sort of a lot more rigorous, I think, in the time. That would be the main thing. I mean, when I first started, it was a little bit, let's play drama games and have fun. There was a, you know, a school of thought that drama wasn't a viable option within a serious curriculum. So it's been an absolute joy to watch that progression and to see it accepted in all schools now it's there whereas when I first started I don't think it really was in every single school and it certainly wasn't held up as anything that was worth pursuing um, in a realistic academic sense mm. and I think that's a major shift. So the move from group two subject yeah, to yeah, BCE. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right um, and then of course yeah so that, that sort of rigour and, and curriculum has evolved so much over the, that time um, and only for the better and it keeps evolving it's one of the wonderful things about mm. the subject um, and also the technology of course um, we don't have to write reports on computers um, on handwritten and <laughs> rewrite them and stuff anymore and um, yeah all that technology really has helped um, I must say I, I'm not one for lots of technology in the drama room in a sit down and open up your computers sense to research. I um, like to be very active mm. and in that sense um, it hasn't changed mm -hmm. uh, which is sort of interesting. Although we do incorporate lots of modern technology in our classroom practice perhaps and or productions. Oh absolutely in productions yeah. Yeah. for sure but um, I you know I'm, I, it may be my old schoolness but I'm very keen for drama students to interact personally. Yeah it is the because, last bastion isn't it? Well it really is because they do and I, I not they have to understand and be experts in on their technology and use them in their lives but I am a little fearful of the lack of personal interaction these mm. days so I love the fact that the drama classroom can be the one where we share ideas personally. Mm. Um, others, there are times of course where it's fantastic but um, yeah I really do value the one-to-one. <laughs> -one. <laughs> yeah. For the one period in the day. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. That's right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So highs and lows. Talk, talk us about talk to us about some of the highs and lows that you've yeah. experienced over the last 30, 35 years. Thirty five years. Wow. Not too many lows. Um, from a personal perspective, 
I have grown so much through my career. I've learnt so much and 35 years on I'm still passionate about mm. the subject. So that is such a gift. So the highs are absolutely dominant. Can you think of specific, specific highs, whether things? it's production related or, or student related or? Um, it, it truly, I mean, I, I could talk to you about a million individual stories. Um, it, it really is the connection that mm. you build with colleagues along the way and students more particularly. And they are the ones who have fed my soul and allowed me to grow so extensively. And I have friends in my life now who I taught when they were 12 and they're now 40. <laughs> um, not many, but certainly um, the enriching sense of uh, what, what we bring to each other and give to each other has, is the highs and they are constant. Within that, of course, there's maybe over 35 years, I could say on one hand, there are the half dozen students, one and a bit hands, that you didn't do the right thing by. That's, they are the low points. You know, the personal, it's a very personal thing. You Isn't bring it? so much and you give so much of yourself and most of the time, it's a joy. And sometimes um, you misread and it goes in the wrong direction and you lose a kid mm. um, just in terms of connection and truth and honesty and they get very damaged because they're little mm. <laughs> they're young and they're evolving and they're vulnerable uh, and and you know um, egotistical and <laughs> immature and and occasionally yeah that that that, that is low not many yeah. over the years, I must say. So, um, the the app. So that's the constant, and that is the day to day. Yeah. And and so it's a joy. Um, then there are the absolute highs of sharing production, and that's what this suitcase is full of, pretty much. We will get to that. Um, <laughs> productions. Um, each of which are totally different from each other yeah. because there's a new group of students that you embark together upon a project and you create something usually pretty wonderful. And they're all highs. Mm. Uh, the lows, I, I guess, are, you know, administrivia occasionally can get you down. <laughs> part, of it, uh, part of the job. Um, Too much red tape. Yeah, red tape, and that's become a little more complex, you know, OK health and safety. Mm. You can't do things now that you used to do. Um, you just can't. can't. climb a ladder. No, no, you can't climb a ladder. And, and even, you know, organising a friggin' excursion is a nightmare these days. So that's a bit of a low, I reckon. And, and after all this time, you do get a bit tired of having roadblocks put up against you when you've been doing this for so long. Um, and then, you know, when, when things go wrong with particular schools and a relationship with a school and a, a principal might change their mind and <laughs> decide that you're no longer for this particular institution and, and get you out of there. That was the low for me. And, you know, it's just a, something that happens to everybody, not everybody, lots of people in lots of industries where you're no longer required for whatever reasons and so you're bumped out. That was the And lowest. have to reinvent. 
Yeah, but have that, to reinvent. That is triumph over the adversity. Yeah, know? that's right. And that's right. I think that's one of the most amazing things that we teach our students is that's right the know. resilience and the things don't always go the way yeah. you want them to or you expect and predict and that is life yeah. and the beauty of drama is we can deal with all that all the time we do with the issues and the plays and the ideas that we share and contemplate um, it's a bit harder when it's yourself actually and it's yeah. from left field and you oh wow that didn't see that coming but yeah great lessons to be learnt so everything's for a reason and it's how you deal with it and confront it Absolutely. and manage it and so yeah but it does it does happen and it's hurtful yeah yeah but thank you for sharing that that's know, okay I think it's a reality yeah and you know yeah. since it happened to me I've met lots of people in all sorts of walks of, walks of life that, mm. it, that it's occurred with so no one's safe absolutely <laughs> safe <laughs> So be careful. Yeah. <laughs> so most memorable experiences. We've kind of touched on some of them, mm. but yeah. Um, the I guess it comes. It really does go back to the shows. Um, my teaching is around, um, as I said before, relationship and connection. Um, and now more than ever, in this world. Um, that sense of connection and care for each other mm. I think is extremely important. I think secondary schooling is a jungle for adolescents. Speaking as a parent of kids who've moved through it and as someone who's taught with them for so long, I think it's more demanding and challenging now a days for the kids that we care for. And I love the fact that drama can be a bit of a respite from the jungle we can relax and we can let go and we can express and we can be angry and it's a real outlet and it's very important. Um, so in that you build really strong relationships with kids and you uh, sort of carry them through certainly a year 12 um, and you do feel very responsible for their well-being. Mm -hmm. And I'm delighted to say in drama, you can, you know, you can have relaxation. You can have a laugh, you can have a cry, and it's all appropriate. It's all good. And so I have specific relationships with kids, which are deep and enriching. I have specific shows which are amazing and um, that we shared together. And um, I think, you know, I could, I could, focusing we, we, on we, specific ones. We, we will. But, we will we'll get to this suitcase in yeah, just a moment. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> but I have a few questions to ask yeah, you first. Yeah, go ahead. So professional learning experiences that have, have you know, influenced you or changed your life or yeah. allowed you to explore new ways, th those, those um, quintessential professional learning experiences. Yeah, that, that well, I, I sort of spent the first 10 or 15 years not doing much professional learning. And I, I'm not sure why that was. I think I was a bit frightened of it, a bit shy, a bit... I'm not sure what, but I didn't do a lot early on. So I would certainly encourage people to, as soon as you start teaching, get out there and network, because I think that's great. Um, I have to say uh, VCAR, for me, has been the most amazing professional development, being an assessor. It's a privilege to watch 
amazing work, solo performances and monologues. And as painful as marking the written exam is, uh, that also is fantastic professional development. And then um, things here with Drama Victoria that I you know, only discovered about 10 or 12 years ago um, have been fantastic as well, just coming along to the conferences and occasionally just sharing an hour with mm. a group of strangers, like-minded, mm -hmm. and um, discovering things together that we can take back to the classroom. I think mm. it's really very important. And, and I have to say, just theatre all the time <laughs> is, <laughs> is wonderful in terms of your professional development and learning. And that is the greatest source of, of joy and challenge. And you take it back all the time. To your teaching, I think. Mm. Um, I think we touched on this, but mentors and collaborators outside of your university life yes. that you've had the opportunity to work with post university. Yeah. Um, that's a good question, really. Just trying to think. Um, I, I had the pleasure to work with Keith Bain, but I guess it was still connected to Rusden times. Um, he was a wonderful dancer and I, a lot of my work that I do in the drama classroom is of a physical nature, so um, he taught me a lot about the body and how an actor needs to work with the body. Um, so that was great. I did a trip to New York and um, had wonderful classes um, with people there. Again, I was very interested in ex exploring the physicality mm -hmm. of, of the training. Um, <coughs> um, just trying to think specifically in Melbourne. It's sort of colleagues, I guess, you know. Meg, who's just... Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Is, is someone who, who comes to mind and your good self, Ellie, your amazing energy <laughs> and that sort of stuff. And though we haven't worked together as such, in a, we, we sort of do. We have to make that happen. Yeah, we really do. We really do. I, I, yeah, we'll work out a way we can yeah, it would be great collaborate on the project. Because collaboration is the joyous component, isn't it? And, and just those would come together once a year to assess. Even, even it's not if it's enough, just, is it? um, you know, showcasing ensemble works and yes. that would be really useful, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Sorry, we're getting Sharing off. stuff. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Getting off topic. Um, <laughs> the secrets to uh, longevity in, in a drama teaching career, Ooh, what do you think they are? Interesting question. <laughs> um, because I have experienced burnout at one point in that long career. I didn't know that I was burnt out <laughs> until it snuck up on me. And I don't know if you're, if that, maybe I'm reading into it, but I actually think that that was a perception, perhaps, uh, rather than maybe, a reality. Maybe. I don't know. I, um, I, I think the secret is to have um, to be careful of your work-life balance. And I know mm. that that one period in my career when I wasn't at home with children and you know they were a bit older and I just was so totally focused on the work I was doing, which was joyous and so fantastic on so many levels. Um, but it was very demanding of my time. Mm. It was six days a week 
and it was uh, you know lots of nervous energy and and giving and there wasn't a great work-life balance I think and I, I I needed to rekindle that so for the last seven or eight years I've found kundalini yoga it's a particular form of yoga so just as an example of how to find time for yourself to be able to sit quietly to work with your body to concentrate on your breath all the things that we do in the classroom I was very interested to sort of see that I couldn't do certain things you know I couldn't flex my arms behind my back or I couldn't you know do stuff that I used to do when I was younger and it was because I hadn't worked myself I hadn't made time for myself so I think it's very important that you do that mm. that That's you find time to do the things that you need to do cool yeah. that's I think part of the next question was advice for the new big teacher uh, that, but I, that's that's I pretty much that's it, it actually yeah. yeah just throw yourself in absolutely because it is joyous but it is very demanding of your energy mm -hmm. I think we might move on to the suitcase okay now, if that's okay sure I, I don't really know where to start other than um, <laughs> it's full of I, I think memories yeah Fantastic full of memories, memories. Um, these are the oldest ones on the top. We sort of packed it yesterday. <laughs> um, I have done many, many productions, and I and I guess the the lovely thing about drama is classroom um, plays, right through to full scale productions in in big theatres. Um, I love it all, and they all speak to students in different ways, mm. and. Um, this suitcase, I, you know, I have got albums and albums of um, house drama things that kids have written and performed themselves, of uh, timetable classroom plays, of, of full-scale productions. But what they all are about, you know, and I, to be honest, I don't look at these. You know, they're, they're in boxes, dusty, and I literally had to find them. Um, but when I was flipping through, it was a great thing to do. Um, I just was able to see what these things represent for me and, yeah. and it just in, for my teaching, as I think I've already mentioned, but it just reinforces, it's, it's personal connection and I work, the way I work is to get the best out of a student and the only way I do that is to build a relationship so I get to understand and know how they work and what they need from me to let them fly in their performance. And usually, 98% of the time, we have this shared energy and trust where the performer becomes free and reaches heights that even they had no idea. And that's an individual in an ensemble, but then it's the ensemble as well, and they all do it together. It's shared, and it's that's what this box is. It's. Uh, Can you share some of the images? Oh, I saw sure. I saw a card in there. Oh yeah. I, Look, let, let's this, read the card. Just. There, okay. A, oh, this, this is a book full from ooh. one of the shows. Yeah. Fr from the cast. So Sweeney Todd was one yeah. of the. Uh, ones I did at the Malt House at the beautiful Merlin and the kids um, gave me this book they each wrote in it and they had made their own you know the little images and 
reasons why they loved it so much and thank you so much and on it goes and I mean these this these two young women for example I've been so lucky um, Anna O'Byrne now lives and works in London in musical theatre oh, wow. and she um, well, yeah, she's she's made it. Claire George also works in musical musical theatre, but lives in Melbourne. Um, I've got so many young men and women who have gone on to do things, um, but it's not necessarily those. That's just a privilege when you get mm. to work with amazing talent. Um, but it's the kids that never go on stage that sort of interests me because you cast them for all sorts of reasons. They're lost souls or they're on the periphery or they have no confidence or you discover a, something, a talent that they didn't know they had. And that's what's in here, mm. the acknowledgement, because what you hope is that they understand what they've gained. And uh, sometimes it's years later, I think, for individuals. But um, yeah, it's it's just that's what it is. That's the beauty and the warmth. There I am, on stage at the the Malthouse directing. You know, they they went, they did. I've got many books with that sort of thing. Um, the you know the the foyer shots. There's again Michael Vara now works with Bell Shakespeare. There's Anna again, and Chris Roberts. Last I heard was in London working, wanting to be an actor. On it goes. Um, we always take full company shots. These are very old ones. So this was when I was working at Strathcona with Xavier. So these are... So what year is that? The cast of... So this is... Oh, you're good. You wrote on the back of oh, them. Yeah, no, well, I didn't normally, actually. <laughs> I can't... Oh, which one is it? <laughs> oh, Anything Goes. Okay, I've done Anything Goes twice. All these kids are grown up with their own families now. But um, as I said, it's the it's the um, the shared energy yeah. that you that you have. Um, saying before, you know, that you wouldn't do occupational health and safety, wouldn't let you do this now. This is us, a Friday night the drama group, going off into the city to just be doing street theatre. You know, cool. you'd never do that now. But this is, you know, this is um, the 80s. It's a long time ago, <laughs> long time ago, on the train, being silly, you know, it's just beautiful <laughs> stuff that we've done for years. Children's theatre back at Strathcona in the day for the local primary school, group devised, um, you know, small scale, but, but no less important. Um, the beautiful Matthew Newton as Man of My Man, Don Quixote. As in Bert Newton's son. Mm -hmm. uh, Man of La Mancha was fantastic. Awesome. Absolutely beautiful. And there's a whole, it was a wonderful set with <laughs> at the Alexander Theatre. You know, gorgeous stuff. Um, that it's all about, you know, the collaboration of designers and... And I'm sure the memories that the students hold who were involved oh, they in do. these productions they live on well do. beyond their, yep. their their Pythagoras theorems and... Oh, oh God, yeah. <laughs> it's, they're the important things That's because that's what Absolutely. it is. It is the connection, it's the relationship, it's oh. the shared energy. I was watching a video of the Year 12 students and they were talking about their Year 6 production and yeah. they remembered the lines yeah, and the dances. Yeah, and yeah. It's the thing, they carry those them. with them. <laughs> yeah, they do, they carry them with them for forever really it's yeah. not going to be the, the sorry maths but it's not going to be the maths formulas and things that they remember I think it is that connection and I think that's why I'm still doing what I'm doing it's the connections 
And connections with other associations beyond VCAA? Have you been involved in other uh, um, teaching networks, organisations that have influenced or been... Not really. I, I was doing... Um, sort of amateur theatre myself for a, that took up a lot of my time just trying to remember why I wasn't networking early on I was still doing the acting and with amateur theatre companies around which companies oh Malvern Theatre Company Heidelberg oh, cool. uh, Lilydale 1812 yeah lots of great plays and that was that was really fun and and really good to just keep practicing your craft I think mm. um, keep you re remind you of what you ask the kids to do <laughs> Uh, that's really good and um, yeah uh, yeah just sort of classes and dance classes and that sort of thing although I haven't done that for a while I must say but um, you're doing the yoga I'm doing the yoga <laughs> absolutely I think we've run out of time unfortunately but that's thank fine. you so much for coming in and for putting that together oh, for it us it was great for me yeah <laughs> I had fun dust it off yeah dust yeah. it off and the opportunity just to re yes. rediscover yeah, those beautiful yeah. cards and well, notes that's that right you read you once ever. and then you put away yeah you do and, and you can't throw out no I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this there's you know you bucket them. loads more you keep them you keep them yeah. but you know I said to my husband you know the kids will fall off the perch and the kids will discover all this stuff and what will they do with it you know yeah you let, of, let them worry about that I guess so yeah yeah <laughs> Elliot, so lovely. Thank so you for joyous. even asking me to um, be here. Cheers. Cheers to you. <laughs> Thanks very much. See ya. Well, that's all from us at The Aside. There are 49 other Mama interviews you might like to listen to, so please do feel free to go and find those and have a listen. Thank you to all the people involved in conducting the Mama interviews. The list is extensive. Happy 50th birthday to Drama Victoria, and thank you to the 50 legends for giving us their time. If you would like to ask the aside a question, or you have a suggestion for a future episode, please do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening.